No, I'm going to okay. chastise Joe. People need to understand, and, and I'm talking to you, Joe. There is nothing in the world more important than deer hunting. <laughs> nothing. Not not even, like, say, if my roommate's funeral was scheduled that week, I would miss it. Deer hunting is more important than everything, including an election where all the people I vote for are going to get their asses kicked. <laughs> what, what do I, I, I have nothing to contribute that week other than woe is me. And I would rather be serene and happy and in the woods ready to murder Bambi as she walks by. And Rook, you start being gone November 4th. Yeah. You, you didn't have any retort? Ron, so I really don't want to say what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, then I think I know what you, what you want All to right, say, if wait, that's the Ron, case. I don't know. Okay. I, don't I don't know. November 4th through the 13th? The fun one, Joe, and he did it when he was up here in Minnesota, is when he went and got this 1970 Cadillac. And he got it from somewhere, I think, in the Rogers area or around there. And uh, it was a real butt clincher getting that thing home because he doesn't have a license on it. He's got a boat gas tank in the passenger seat. <laughs> he runs out of gas and he's on the side of the freeway. And I can see the sign, so I knew exactly where he was. And I'm thinking, man, you're on camera. It's been called in already. There's a there's a highway helper on the way and a trooper on the way. Get out of there. Go, go, go. Are there people following him? No, no. So, Kenny, you're November 7, 8, 9, 10, 11? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, deer hunting week. 7, 8, 9, what is it? No. Oh, wait, that's this month. Yes, correct. Yes, yes. And then, Rook, you're back on the 14th? Uh, Monday? no, I just I need to schedule. I'm gonna to have to get yeah, to work on scheduling. Sure. Why don't we just end this show? No, well, Kenny needs to stop hearing Kenny talk, and more importantly, the GLers need to stop hearing. The, the GLers need a break from Kenny. So, okay. yeah, Look, will you yes. shut the door up there and turn off the light? Yeah, I, yeah, we're good. Yes, they do. <laughs> What was that? I'm coughing. Big cough. Did you see the I don't know four or five global warming climate stories today? Oh yeah, let's let it go. Okay, I ripped them all. Are you aware of uh, the proposed nickel mining in Tamarack, Minnesota, near Aiken? No, but that is a hotbed. Yeah, earth destroying. Lake, they'll ruin lake country. Wait till the euphorians get word of this so they can have their electric batteries. Well, where are you at on this issue? Oh, I'm let's save it. I'm opposed. Really? Yeah. And if that oh. means I have to be opposed to a mine in the boundary waters, I guess I am. It's going to be the same. The, nothing scars the earth more than mining for the materials you need to make a battery. I understand that. Okay, that's going to happen in Lake Country, right in Aiken County, possibly. Well, they, they have to be against it. 
Well, you know, there's already a ton of open pits in the Crosby area, which is right there. Right. right I just fill it with stuff. But they've turned it all into parkland. It's really cool. Yeah, it, it is really rich. neat. Yeah, yeah, they all flooded. It's pretty sweet. Well, let's go through the story together because I've only read the lead. Maybe we'll learn some. Let's be alone Where together. What's what? um, the story? The independence I had to Google uh, Nickel and Aiken, and I came up with the Duluth News Tribune story, a fairly long one, from October 19th. Nothing's been reported in the local papers. Wow, there's a whole bunch of deal. Oh, even your paper. Oh, that was January 11th. Did you send me a link? Um, oh, shoot. Sorry, That's okay. Te Tesla makes a deal. January 10th, 2022. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to pick one of these. That is better for these glasses. How about a little heat? Jeez, it was 100 degrees in here when I got here. Why is this cool? I think the Pointer Sisters saying it best when they said the heat is on. Was that the Pointer Sisters? Or were they mm -hmm. just doing the Neutron Dance? I think that was... Uh, isn't that the... Uh, he is on. Isn't that Glenn Fry? Glenn Fry, maybe. I have a Lakeland PBS story. Did you listen to Albert Flasher yet? <laughs> I've been busy doing show prep, Joe. Uh, you never do. <laughs> I've got a whole stack of stuff. I do too. How about ads? Yeah, how about them? I suppose. Oh, shoot. I don't Joe. have anything ready for. Oh, see. Yeah. Darn it. EcoFun, Schmelz, and the Frat. Kenny, all I need from you is a seafoam. So if you need to do it later, that's fine. Alls. I need. I'll just whip something up while Joe's monologuing. What does uh, <laughs> Derek use for the fuel make it happen? I don't think he's using uh, seafoam. He's, yeah. We got to get him together with seafoam. I really want to talk to him off the air. Because seafoam would probably supply him free stuff just for the advertising. He seems to have a favorite, but when he's on the road, he'll take anything. Yeah. They take anything. Mm -hmm. But I agree. And there's no way my guy at Seafoam hasn't seen his stuff. He is hyper aware of everything going on car related on the internet. I desperately want to be excited about the World Series, but there, I have no tingle yet. Oh, oh you will tonight. Nothing's tingling. Did you watch the Wild last night? I did enough to watch them win it. Then I was watching Brady go down in ignominy. You found the game? We got that prime video. Yeah. But well, here's the problem when you're watching that Amazon, mm -hmm. you can't click back to the wild game. Drives me crazy. That's my design. You got you you when you click to the wild game from an Amazon Prime show, you're out of Amazon Prime. Right. Then you yep. gotta re re-enter it. They do that by design. That's so that you stay with it and watch all the ads. Pure evil. That's why you need two TVs. Well, the CP was telling me to screen it. I said, do we have that ability? And she thinks we do. Well, I don't yeah. want to screen No. I have hard enough time with one screen. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, I've, I never, I, I, I hope it's been recorded by the public that I've never been the one to panic about the wild. They'll be fine. They had a little rough start, BFD. Uh, they were a little better last night. Fleury's looking very sharp. Mm-hmm. Well, he tore all the cartilage loose. That's what the old man's got to do. Well, yeah, he's, you got to stretch those cables, you know. He's 102. You Burn out the carbon. Out. Let's go here. Yeah. Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Oh, are you ready? Um. Oh, Ruck. Yes. From you today, I need a spiral candle yep. that burns in a circular. I love that motion. When I got to do WTOP today. Okay. Um. What does that mean? Uh, we run a promo for their uh, podcast. Do they run one for us? They do. Yeah. Actually, I stumbled upon one by accident yeah, uh, I put one on the internet. Yesterday. When did I put that together? Uh, you know. Was, well, yeah. You know. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Tony Lee says hi, by the way. Hi, Tony. Oh, hi, Tony. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Joe. Roland. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 954, October 28th, 2022. We had a record high of 75 degrees on this day in 1948. And it was, uh, we had a low of 17 degrees on two occasions, 1905 and 1925. And I want to tell you that the local meteorologists on TV have been having a great deal of fun uh, pointing out what mild Halloween this is going to be coming up Monday, 62 degrees. Yes. And uh, I'm, I'm here to tell you that uh, on October 29th, 30th, and I, do, I don't want to ruin the surprise, but we were in the 80s in 1950. Wow. Right? And the last 80 coming up, the last, uh, the last recorded uh, 80 is coming up uh, Monday, which is Halloween. So there. Yeah. Uh, we've, been, we've been much warmer than this. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's higher, sometimes it's lower. Mm -hmm. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight team, fireworks committee, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushua. We have a uh, volcano update from the uh, Garage Logic geologist Stacy, who notes that Mauna Loa uh, is threatening to erupt. It hasn't erupted since 1984. Hmm. <clears throat> it's not erupting, and there are no signs of an imminent eruption at the time. However, Mauna Loa continues to be in a state of heightened unrest. This is Mother's swimsuit area as indicated by increased earthquake activity and inflation of the summit. The current unrest is most likely being driven by renewed input of magma two to five miles beneath Mauna Loa's summit. Monitoring data show no significant changes in the past day, but uh, we're on high alert there. Okay. And again, uh, you euphorians driving your evil electric cars. No, they're not evil. The mining required to get the batteries is evil. Uh, you, you can't do a thing about this. This is nature. If she blows, she blows. And uh, it's going to be rough. And uh, that's the update. Uh, Stacy wants to know, interesting, it hasn't erupted since 1984.
84. Okay. And we're still here. Well, yeah, we're hanging in there. Regardless of what nature throws at us. Was it 1984 the name of the album that featured Eruption by Van Halen? No. No. Dang it. I thought I made a good link. No. That was awful. That was jump. No. Damn it. Oh, looky, 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 looky. Who wants a cookie? What's on page B5? That is deep. That's the, in metro, the metro section. Deep in the metro the section. Star Tribune. At the bottom. They note the death of the victim of of a daunt of an alleged Dante Wright shooting. Caleb Livingston died. We mentioned this yesterday and said we have no uh, notice of this in the conventional news gathering institutions. And uh, Caleb's lawyer, Mike Padden, uh, emailed me today and said, by the way, Caleb's his client, and said, maybe they listen to your show because it's in the paper today. Hmm. But read the headline. Teen disabled in 2019 Minneapolis shooting has died. Hmm. Bias? Hmm. See, Caleb, uh, Caleb Jachin Dwayne Livingston never really served the purpose of the Star Tribune's agenda. Mm-hmm. He was uh, collateral damage. And this poor guy, he got shot allegedly by uh, Dante Wright and then led a miserable life for a year and a half and finally, finally died. Uh, uh, Attorney Padden said Livingston was living in Illinois with his mom when he died Sunday. It's clear that his death was a result of his serious injuries from being shot in the head, Padden said. Uh, But this didn't make the news until today and in the news earlier. But again, uh, it's a dreadful thing to point out. The agenda is that Dante was the star of this entire episode, and he was victimized by an unfortunate police accident. And the fellow that he left for naught uh, has finally succumbed. And you get it in the paper today. Buried not as deep as you can bury it. name doesn't figure into the story until the seventh paragraph, Joe. What? Livingston's mother filed a personal injury lawsuit in Hennepin County District Court, May 20, uh, 2021, seeking damages from the estate of Dante Wright. They don't say what Dante Wright did until the ninth paragraph. Mm-hmm. The suit alleges Wright intentionally shot Livingston, striking him in the head. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they give us all the details about Kim Potter and what at the end. But institutionally, I won't cite any individual reporter because I don't remember who wrote the pieces. Oh, that's easy. Enough. Paul Walsh and Rochelle Bolton contributed. No, for this story. Right. I'm, I'm going back to the beginning. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, it, it's clear that institutionally, Dante Wright served your agenda, and this poor bastard just was left to die. Right. Mm-hmm. I say poor bastard kindly. I, I, by that, I mean this poor was yeah. left to die. And, and it didn't serve your purpose. It didn't serve your purpose in the uh, in the chaos that was 2020 in uh, the George Floyd death. It, it didn't serve your purpose to to bring this fellow into play and make him an important part of the story. Where would you place this, Joe? Well, given well, see, I never would have had an agenda to begin with. 
Uh, no, I, I mean, the story today in today's Star Tribune, where would you place this if you were on the editorial board? Well, if I was level-headed and reasonable in uh, making these editorial decisions, I would have had to say, look, we were top of the sheet every day on this, and uh, we can't bury this story. That's what I would have said. Well, I'm a zealot. I would have gone above the fold yeah. on the front page. Yeah. And I discovered something yesterday about the political ads we're all sick of. I don't care who's running or what party you are. They're all just, you want to throw it's your meatloaf at the TV. It's, it's, just, it's just horrible. And I discovered something because uh, I was writing about how dreadful these ads are. For example, just a brief example. Uh, Tyler Kistner, of course, is accused of being uh, dangerous. And with the drug companies. And extreme, mm -hmm. uh, basically, because he has the moral imperative to believe that abortion, uh, with the exception of rape and incest and the safety of the mother. That's his view. Right. And if you go to his website, he has 16 issues. Okay. Abortion ranks 13 on his priority list. And yet he's being made to sound like the first thing he's going to do is clamped down on abortion. He said, no, I favor it in, or it should be safe and available in rape, incest, and safety of the mother. Is that extreme? No, that's not extreme. What does that say about us as a culture, if that's thought to be extreme? Yes, you in the back. It's because that's the only thing that the Craig campaign can latch on to, because they know he's a better fit for office than she is. Well, how come... And Jensen uh, I, might as well be Michael Myers uh, having just escaped from the mental hospital right. and returning to Haddonfield. Uh, <laughs> and he's going to give each school a dollar twenty nine. And oh, no, uh, black hole, black hole. And every every billionaire <laughs> in the state's going to get a tax relief. Well, a no, they're not. And two, there are about five billionaires in Minnesota, and I don't think it's plausible that they're waiting for for Jensen to give them a tax break. No. Now, if Jensen's more extreme on uh, abortion uh, than Tyler Kistner, for example, I don't know, but I went to, I, and here's my discovery. When I went to Jensen's website to get his official campaign position, you don't get a Jensen uh, piece uh, in the, uh, what am I trying to say, in the available, in the, Providing of all the articles from the Google at Jensen, you got to go down about three before you get his official campaign website. The first two are national packs warning you against Jensen. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you want to go look, so they're paid ad. Same with mm -hmm. uh, same with uh, Ellison. If you go to the Ellison site to get his official campaign website, or I'm sorry, if you go to Jim Schultz to get his official campaign website, you get first national money warning you about Jim Schultz. So the, the whole thing is... Uh, we need to fix this. Well, there's no fixing it. Uh, the greedy people who want to hang on to power. And the and, only thing that they're trying to do is they're just trying to flood the entire ecosystem with nothing but misleading attack ads. And both sides are doing it, by the way. It's, mm -hmm. it's because, but they're only doing this because they're trying to create this element and this layer of confusion with the voter that pays very to little attention. And, and, and is stupid. And I'm stupid voters. And I'm, uh, God. 
I, we're being played for saps. Yes. We're being lied to. Yes. We're being deceived. Uh, the hypocrisy does not even exist with these people. I the hearken, condescension. I hearken back to the Angie Craig ad when to escape the exhaustion she faces in Washington, she <clears> comes <throat> home and hops in a Jeep. And oh, yeah. Fills it, fills it full of gas and then goes tearing through the countryside. And yet she's accusing Kessner of somehow being a toady of big oil. And big oil, of course, is gouging the consumer. I, I'm uh, I'm willing to believe that big oil is making a great deal of money, but they have a scarce product right now. And uh, they're making a lot of money off of it. But doesn't that mean Angie has to go to the gas station and fill up that Wrangler for one of her tool arounds? She's yeah. got a new one. Now, now she's just a beer swiller. Yeah. Before she's the year now. Now. yeah, she's just sitting around the table. Before we get too far down the road with Angie and her Jeep, uh, I have a little bit of an issue with Kissner because I think he could easily solve this abortion nonsense. Um, and it was actually solved for him today in the play letter to the editor in the Star Tribune by a guy named John Windsor mm-hmm. of Apple Valley. The second paragraph, and this is so simple and quick, and it just resolves all the question. Kissner's running for Congress, a federal office. Recent U.S. Supreme Court decision defederalized abortion, meaning that Congress has no power to regulate abortion in right. Minnesota. Moreover, the Minnesota Supreme Court held in Doe versus Gomez in 95 that the Minnesota Constitution secures a right to abortion. The issue is therefore moot for the foreseeable future. All, all Kissner has to do and what did that take me? Thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah, all Jensen has to do is the same thing. Just whip up an ad that plainly states where we're at, and it'll prove to everybody right. that these guys are frauds. It places on a very it places us though, uh, and and all of that's true. Uh, Jensen, for example, couldn't uh, prevent abortion without a constitutional amendment, which is that's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. So why? Is it a moral thing with that? Are they trying to get Republican vote? I don't understand why they don't defend themselves like this. No, they're playing through their base, which is keep your hands off my body. Never mind that once the child is born, you want the government to subsidize the child. But in the meantime, no. Here's here's the problem. Uh, abortion is a dreadful, dreadful topic, but... It places the country on a terrible ledge to think that you're an extreme political candidate. Mm -hmm. If you oppose abortion up to the last minute, that's Jensen's position, by the way. He opposes late term and partial birth abortion. Does that make him extreme? Not in my book. No. What does it say about us as a society that we... We advocate uh, that you should be able to have an abortion anytime you want okay. for any reason. Question, and I'm asking because I don't know. Well, what if in the seventh or eighth month we find out if this goes any further, mom is going to die? I'm sure that that would be considered the safety of the mother. Okay. I, I if this is a dark, dark subject. To answer oh. your question, this goes along the lines of, all the time when we have these horrific stories of school shootings, the loss of the value of life has seeped into the absolute 
lowest level in this country. I just can't believe you're called a zealot and a nut and an extremist if you don't want to kill babies. Right. Right. Um, here's the uh, here's the latest. Oh, can I defend oh. Walls for a minute? Oh, sure. Whoa. Just to be what? fair. What? Changing to be fair. You've got national money telling us that Walls was a police defunder. Well, no, he wasn't. No, he, he was acted not. poorly. He didn't act fast enough. He didn't bring in the National Guard. He didn't hold any police chief's hand. But he never called for defunding the police. And you get that when you go on Correct. another website. And, and he did not. In fact, when that was going on, you guys need to refresh my memory because I was asked about this from, from someone close to me. Wasn't weren't we led to believe, or didn't we come to the conclusion that maybe Walls did act so uh, slowly because he wanted to let the mayor hang out to dry? Uh, did, maybe I don't know. Did we come to that conclusion? But Rock, why don't you give us your latest breaking news, or is that not for public? Uh, wait, let me answer that uh, for Chris. Could that just simply be Hanlon's razor? He's just oh, yeah. dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Rook, can you? Uh, I'm going to verify that first time. that it's out there. Yeah. Why don't I? Uh, why don't I play this while Rookie looks that up? Right. This one's rich. I saw this this morning, and so picture Angie. You know, because you know she's she's a woman of the people. I think so. she's fighting for us. She, she wears blue jeans when she drives her jeans. Are they so mom jeans? When she's sitting in this tap room, she's got the flannel shirt on because oh, you know, she's to. one of us. Because Walls went a long way with a flannel shirt. Tackling our toughest problems starts with listening. I was a lifelong Republican, but Tyler Kissner is with the drug companies. <laughs> you are full of mom. But I both parties to lower drug costs. When my husband and I heard that Tyler Kissner was thinking about raising the retirement age, it's like, oh my gosh, I will always protect Social Security like, and Medicare. Oh my God. I'm always going to fight for Minnesota. Go get him, Angie. I'm Angie Craig, and I approve this message. <laughs> I mean... Wow. How can you be with anything when you're an unelected official who's never held an office? Who are the saps buying this crap? <laughs> Honest to God. Tyler Kissner thinks you should work every day of your life until the very last day on earth when right. you're 95 years right. old. Come Which on. is what we're going to do, but that's a different story. Correct. That's a spending problem. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler Kissner's against you offing a relative up until death. Yeah. God almighty. I, I do not believe that has been made public yet. No, let's forget it. Okay. Let's uh, just uh, forget it. But he's with the, so he is with the drug companies and he's an extremist. Well, and he's in the pockets of big oil. Of oil. Oh, and yeah, he's sure. an abortion extremist. Sure. Yeah. And he's dangerous. Right. He's dangerous. Yeah. He's just off the rails, is what I think the is. one getting away with the most disingenuousness is Ellison. It's Ellison. It's With not even close. Adult. And it's not even close. It's, and it, it, it just, I just shout at the TV, lies, lies. You were a defunder. No, no. Well, no, I wasn't. Just, just, did you see yes, it? Yes, he was. You didn't see the debate. Because that's all, that's basically all he kept saying was, no, I wasn't. Well, then provide evidence, Keith, because we all know you're lying about this. <laughs> but there's still idiots that believe him. Yeah. Those idiots are your fellow citizens, my friend. Uh, Downing yeah. writes, kudos. How do you say kudos? Kudos. K-U-D-O-S. Kudos to Rookie for acting as a reporter saying, hang on a minute, something ain't right, and setting the 1929 World Series straight. No, it was not the Phillies who defeated the Cubs. That's two National League teams. They wouldn't meet in the World Series. Indeed, it was the Philadelphia Athletics 
who downed the Cubs in five games in 1929 okay. and the market crashed. So you don't want a Philadelphia team to win the series. Copy that. Interesting trivia. The winning pitcher in that series clinching game five was Minnesota's own Rube Wahlberg from the tiny unincorporated town of Greeley, very, very near the Downing family farm. Mm-hmm. NBA titles. It was said during Thursday's podcast that Minnesota has no NBA titles. Ever hear of the Minneapolis Lakers, anyone? I, I'm discounting you on that, Downing. Just sit there and sell your pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going with the Lakers. Off your homemade trailer, yeah, David. That big farm wagon you haul down here and stall traffic for seven hours. Because yeah. we know he can take it and yeah. he can dish it out. Right. That's why. <laughs> hey, uh, I've got, I, I'm loaded for bear. Yeah. In terms of uh, audio for today. Yeah. Speaking of politicians and lies. Today, the most common price of gas in America is $3.39, down from over $5 when I took office. No, it wasn't. What the hell is he not $5? And it's not, I, I haven't seen, unless you live in Hastings, it's not three thirty. I paid three seventy nine dollars yesterday. $3.59 yeah. for me. Can I play it again? Yes. Today, the most common price of gas in America is $3.39, down from over $5 when I took office. Does this handler just whisper in his ear? Does area? somebody correct this poor guy? No, no, no. They say to him, just go out there and say anything, they Joe. Just, you want just to go say whatever Like anything. Animal House. Yeah, let him go. He's on a roll. And they're feeding out the tether <laughs> line like a, like a fishing line. They're yes, feeding yes. it out. Let it, when it gets to the podium, oh, they kind of oh, hold oh, it. Oh, hang on. And then, oh, God, he's going to When the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor. he's on a roll. Mr. President, your thoughts on inflation? And by the way, the food price is the main driver of food prices is not the price of beef and eggs, etc. or up. It's packaged goods. Packaged goods. You're going to see people not buying Kellogg's uh, raisin bran, which you're going to see them buy another raisin bran, which is going to be a dollar cheaper. I mean, so what's happening is there is real movement. What? Say something about raisin bran. I don't know anything. Just say it. <laughs> Just let him start. Let him keep going. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's how is that any worse than um, what was a price of gallon, a price of gasoline per gallon it's too in January of 2020. Oh, wait, okay, uh, when did he take off 21? Nope, right? Nope, here was the here was the price of a full tank of gas in 2021 over a billion, 200 trillion, 200 billion dollars. Uh-huh. But no. Wasn't gas comfortably under three bucks a gallon when Biden took office? Biden falsely claims gas prices were over five bucks when he took office. This is from Snopes.com already. Uh, The national average for U.S. gas prices was above five. Okay, uh, when he took false. Uh, Did they give a description? U.S. President Joe Biden falsely claimed that U.S. gas prices were over five bucks per gallon when he took office in January 2021. While speaking in Syracuse, New York, Biden said today the most common price of gas in America is $3.39, down from over five bucks when I took office. According to the Associated Press, Biden was speaking, uh, okay, that's irrelevant. Uh, do they cite how much it was? Well, listen, we all know it was the, not five bucks. The average price of gas when he took off $2.39. $2.39. 
All right. Where is everybody to mock him and make fun of that? The same people that mocked Trump during that July 4th speech when he saluted Christian, he stated uh, that American forces took over the airport airports during the war of independence. Okay. That's, that's a, that's a crazy nutty thing, funny thing to say, but how come the people that criticize Trump for that aren't criticizing Biden for this nonsense, which is equally ludicrous. I actually have a better question. Uh, Mr. President, how much would it cost to get suits to go up and drive grain cart with Kenny this weekend? Over a billion, two hundred trillion, two hundred billion dollars. Okay. Right. Cords in, in the bin. We're done. I've been telling you for years, if you want to if you want to save gas, do all your errands on a scooter from EcoFund or an electric bike from EcoFund. Those scooters turn urban errands into adventures and get more than 100 miles per gallon. How much is Tim going to charge me for one of those? And right now, because you're a GLer, you buy a scooter at EcoFund, the Forest Lake location, the Burnsville location, you get 100 bucks off as nice. a GL, and plus that's stored for you for the winter. Uh, and if you want one of those cool uh, Crossfire 200 golf carts, tell them you're a GLer. That's 500 bucks. Yeah. They have the four seat style and the dump box style. I want the dump box to dump kids in the, into the yard. Uh, and right now, uh, call EcoFun. They're going to take your uh, electric bike, your scooter, and the, a motorcycle, and they'll store it uh, over the winter. And that for about 250 bucks, that's where the price. I think it's a hell of a deal. That's for the whole season. That includes a full spring tune-up, battery tendering, winterization, and storage in a heated warehouse. Here's the number, because they start picking up in November. 612-321-8867. The Forest Lake store is on 97, immediately west of 35. The Burnsville store is on the service road near County Road 42 off 35E. And uh, this is your home for youth, AT, helmet, apparel, great service, great people. And right now, just for GLers, take an extra 100 bucks off the price tag of any new scooter or electric bike, plus get free winter storage for any purchases. That's this month. This month is running out. I can't believe how fast this month uh, went by us. You must right. mention GL as this is a GL exclusive. Huh. That's EcoFun Motorsports, EcoFunMotorsports.com. Oh my God. What a vegetable. Over 200 billion, Money. It's just uh Yep, it sure I mean, is. You know what I'm to do? Not vote. Oh God. Oh, I tried that with um with the roommate the other night. Um she informed me I could sleep in my truck if that's gonna be the case. Is your she roommate got, you and your roommate share political yeah. thoughts? Yeah, we do, and she might be I, I think she's slightly more to the right than I am. God damn um, what but she got. What does it? What does it feel? Like? She got really, really upset with me. Really upset, hmm. and it wasn't fake. Why am I only hearing Kenny out of one ear? Because you don't have your headphones. Uh, you, you, you pay three dollars for a set of headphones. Well, not hearing both. No, I got. It. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to vote absentee ballot. Yeah, I just realized that. Well, I think you're a pathetic. I don't think there's any. How absentee. many do I get? How many ballots do I get? Three. Okay. Two out of three. Vote early and often. 
No, actually, it is from Haley's parents. Wow. I think they have a you uh, take your flower arranger. Yes, you guys want to go? Yeah. Let's go. Come on down, yeah, the Dominican. Sure you you guys get to split a room. <laughs> it's a pain in the butt to get there, though. Where you got to go, Miami? Do they have a spot down there? Got to go to New York and then hop on Jet Blue because we're not going to Punta We're going to Puerta Parta. Uh, POP is the airport. It's on the other side of the island. So we're not going to Punta Cana. Then you got to take a bus. They got a Burger King there for you or something you can eat. The best Whopper I ever had in my life was the Whopper in Jamaica. Most in Jamaica, and he has a bleeping Whopper. I had to try it. I had to see if it was the same, and it was Um, awesome. You know what? You thought it was really big. I I bet you didn't end up in the hospital when you got home, though, did you? No, I did not. Like I did. I remember when we were in Jamaica, (laughs) the chicken was fantastic down there. Yeah, you got to go easy on that stuff, though. It was just Especially when you're combining it with other I was just naturally say, raised and grown, right. you know. I got in so much trouble smoke, when we went smoke, down there. Smoke. No, Can we go that. here? Her yeah. aunt was dating a guy that me and the guy that her cousin that got married, we took that about and got him so shit-faced. He couldn't make it to the wedding the next day. Oh, oh no, that's like never. You got married in Jamaica? No, 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 Jess's cousin did. Oh. And so he and I took his new soon-to-be father, and I went, although they ended up not making it. It didn't work out. And so, oh, yeah. Well, he's still in his room, thanks to Chris. Oh, my God. You know, Giselle's available. She gave him the ultimatum, though. Tom and, no, they filed divorce papers. They did? Yeah. They're, they're split. <laughs> I'm going to guess she's going to have better options than me. And he lost again last night. He's done. He's yeah. It's so, uh, I want Gates Lee to do the compelling story. It'd be fascinating. How do you spell that? These guys don't know who that is. K-G-A-Y. Because it at least T A L E S E. You never Come on. You're urinating into the wind. T E L U E S. T A L E S E. E S E. Halase. Need Frank Sinatra has a quote. Fly me to the moon. Why didn't he just take the Nyquil? He had a cold. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Joe DiMaggio, do you know that Frank Sinatra sang? And then he sang. <laughs> What's that? What's the jumbo oh, yeah, I need something here. Um, it's one of my two favorite quotes in sports. What? My first favorite quote in sports is when Hank Aaron broke the record. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mom, yeah. mom ran out and hugged him, and he said, I didn't know my mom could hug that tight. That's that. my favorite quote. Uh, my second favorite is, I can't remember who the Yankees were burying, but somebody said, boy, the, no, I think they were burying Babe Ruth. And I can't remember who the players were, but one of them said, man, I could go for a cold beer right now. And the other guy said, so could the Bay. And then my third favorite quote is Joe, uh, Marilyn Monroe. Joe said oh. Marilyn Monroe getting off a plane from Korea. You never heard just cheering. Yes, I have. Jordan, <laughs> How about where does the one of Keith Millard when he ran into the Hardys in Mankato and said that the cops, my arms are bigger than your guns? That was almost as bad. That was almost as good as the Philadelphia coach. Who was that? Oh, Ray Rhodes. <laughs> Ray Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's a race. Were you, uh, were you sure? Oh, were you sure you were going to win the game? Or yeah, something? are you going to replace him with the quarterback? Yeah. And he said, uh, there's only one time. Uh, I yeah. yeah. But I was sure. sure of anything. Yep. He said it can't happen. Yep. No, no, with himself. All by himself. He was definitely sure he was going to do that again. <laughs> what a thing to say. The only thing I was sure of was when I did that, I definitely knew I was going to do it again. Let's go here. God, Bryce needs to write a book about mm-hmm. that shit. Let's go here. He just did. No, not, no. I mean, one that the stories he refuses to share publicly. Come on. Are you ready? Famous. God. Kenny, I'm going to do Rise and Shine here because I've got two today. Uh, Good. Make sure you hold your breath and then say as many words as possibly before you faint. Right. Is that the best way to do it? Yeah. Okay. This guy was many hats, just not indoors. Joseph Schwick. Hey, Joe, would you like to hear about my newest hat? <laughs> I'm kidding. Rise and Shine Garage Doors. Hey, they're coming to my place tomorrow to come check out. I got to do something. I don't know what it is. Opener, completely new system. Have no idea. That's what's, why. What's presenting problem? Well, I have some issues shutting it. And I and think your little, your little sensors are online. But that's why I'm using Rise and Shine because they're not going to over. Well, hell, me. I don't want to take business out of these guys, but hell, I was able to fix that. Plus, I only have the one garage then door you opener. Need them. Then I need call riseandshine.com. Their phone number is six five one. Three zero zero three two five two. That's six five one three zero zero three two five two. It's Rise and Shine Garage Doors, and they're fantastic. And they are our latest client here. We finally have a guy, and that's Josh and Alex. They're the owners, and they're GLers. They have a perfect five star rating on Google and Yelp, and that's because customer service is their number one priority. They do residential, commercial repairs, and installations of all things related to the garage door. Don't forget to ask about the Rooster Club membership that includes a tune-up on an annual basis. <laughs> and just because you don't live in the Twin Cities, they'll still come to you. They're expanding Rochester, Mankato, St. Cloud, Northfield, and parts of western Wisconsin. Call riseandshine.com. 5% discount for seniors and military and AAA members, and they have certified technicians. They're fantastic. Call riseandshine.com. Tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Speaking of volcanic action, possibly on the horizon in Hawaii, uh, dear Joe and the gang, I'm a listener from day one, and my occupation is over-the-road driver of truck, and therefore have listened to over 400 audiobooks, mostly history, science, and technology. My main viewing subject matter is the same. There are currently approximately 50 actively erupting terrestrial volcanoes. But what drives me insane is that no one ever mentions the unknown number of actively erupting volcanoes in the deep ocean, particularly in the Ring of Fire. Scientists admit that only 20% of the deep ocean has been mapped, more or less viewed by deep sea submersibles. We have more accurate mapping that has been done on Mars. In regards to sea temperatures, how much of the warming can be attributed to these volcanoes? And that that is not even to a mention the amount of greenhouse gases they emit. Man's effect on the planet is a hummingbird fart in a hurricane. Good luck to keep pushing back like an offensive lineman. Please feel free to regard me regarding truck and truck industry. All right. Thank you, Mark. Copy that. He's right. There's all kinds of stuff going on that we don't know anything about. 
And, and when it comes to charging batteries, I got a guy here with a great, uh, a great thought. This is uh, a Howie. Uh, I'm afraid he's on to something here. I'm not afraid. I think he is on to something. Hail the flashlight, Dave. Hail, Hail you. you. Now that's more like it. Hail you know, no. You know what? It height that brings down the hill. I think so. I no, think he does It's his delay. I believe. It's it's his delay. It, it, he does it with us, as far as he knows. Joe, you spoke about charging stations and wait times on Thursday's podcast. Let me let me bring you freshly up to date. We learned yesterday that renters are getting wind bills, right? Because not only are they advised to be renters, the appropriate uh, mysterians. So I don't uh, need to be followed. Oh, I think when the mayor, it's all right. But they're also instructed they must drive electric cars, only to discover that so far apartment buildings are uh, lacking in some ability to charge these electric cars. Mm -hmm. Okay, back to, back to uh, Howie. Joe, you spoke about charging stations and wait times on Thursday's podcast. It is true that you can plug your earth-damaging vehicle in and go shopping. What the charging station will do is find you if you are plugged in and 100% charged, which would apply to anyone who is counting your pennies these days, but probably not for the wealthy. My guess is there will be private clubs set up to have exclusive charging locations that you pay a monthly fee to be able to join and charge when you want to. They will have an attendant that will plug and unplug cars while Muffy is sipping her martinis all day. Then the left will lose their minds and ban all private charging stations because of the effect on minorities. Keep pushing back. I think he's on to something. I can see that happening. If you had an electric vehicle, yep. wouldn't you join a charging club? Yes. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I did that. I got a lot of stuff I want to get to here. Uh, oh. Uh, I think I should say this out loud. Okay. Uh, Chris wants to know from St. Stephen, Minnesota, I keep hearing about these audio gold nuggets that Rookie is putting together. Where are, where are they? As a founding town council member, I can't find them. Uh, by the way, five to six years ago, I essentially pitched you this idea. I called when you were on air and pitched putting together a box set of all past shows Back in the beginning, you all laughed at me and told me it would never work. Where do I file my royalties request? Good luck, Chris from St. Stephen, Minnesota. Jeez. Is your audio trove up yet? Yes. But yeah. On the town council? Yes. Then why well, can't he find it? Let's address his um, having the idea first. Yeah. He and many other people had the idea. And they all told the wrong people. Right. Us. Right. Right. Because we have no control over that. It, it's up to the people we work for, and they're the ones that did it. So address it to them. Well, can we go back to my question? Why is he having trouble accessing that? Where is it on the town council I'm go site look right now? If you go to garagelogic.com, go to garagelogic.com. If you sign in, you sign in. If you're part of the town council, as a council member, when you get there, yep, it's going to say all your privileges, and then it's going to say click here for the full schedule. Yep, it's all available at right where you sign in to be part of the town council. All right. I now, the thing is, you that. don't, I'm going to guess that he's going to want something specific. Right now, all of the stuff that Rookie has assembled is on a loop. So you hear all keeps, that stuff that just keeps continuously. I think there's over eight hours worth of stuff right now. So technologically, at, we're not ready yet for you to press a button to hear a specific drop. Correct. But uh, you still have access to all of the, all of the good stuff. 
I've been made alert to this, and I don't know what to make of it, but I think we better look at it. And I got this from the Duluth News Tribune. It's an October 19th story. Proposed Aiken County nickel mine gets $114 million from infrastructure bill for North Dakota processing plant. The plan would move processing facilities and tailing storage away from Talon's proposed underground mine near Tamarack, which is in Crow Wing County, and into North Dakota. Mm -hmm. A company hoping to open an underground nickel mine received $114 million from the feds to build a mineral processing facility in North Dakota aimed at supplying the electric vehicle market with minerals used to make batteries. Talon Metal subsidiary Talon Nickel was one of 20 processing and manufacturing companies in 12 states awarded a combined 2.8 billion meant to expand domestic manufacturing of batteries for electric vehicles and the electrical grid. While at the same time, they're, they're not doing anything to encourage fossil fuel. Right. The White House said in the news release, okay, the money comes from the federal infrastructure law. Right now, 75% of the battery manufacturing is coming from China. And for some battery components and critical materials, China controls nearly half the global production. Today, we're stepping up really to take it back. Not all of it, Biden said in an event at the White House on Monday, I guess this past Monday, adding that the federal government is setting actions to make sure we're back in the game. Talon's award is expected to fund about 27% of construction at its planned ore processing facility and tailings management site set for an industrial brown site in Mercer County, North Dakota. Talon is still negotiating a purchase of the site. The plant would be supplied with ore from Talon's proposed Tamarack mine and other sources in North America. The proposed Tamarack mine is Tamarack, Minnesota. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's in the middle of Euphoria and Lake Country. Mm-hmm. Nothing scars the earth more than mining for precious metals. So all you Euphorians and liberal Lakers and diversity villains who have cabins up that way, I would think you'd want to be made privy to this. Earlier this year, electric car maker Tesla and Talon signed a six-year agreement. Uh, Tesla signs deal to buy nickel from proposed Aiken County mine. Tesla wants to buy 75,000 metric tons, that's 165 million pounds, of nickel concentrate uh, and requiring Talon to begin shipping that concentrate by Jan 1, 2026. Todd Mallon, Talon's chief external affairs officer and head of climate strategy said the company anticipates completion of the North Dakota processing plant and opening of its Tamarack mine to before 2026. But it has yet to begin the permitting process in Minnesota. Copper nickel mining has never taken place in Minnesota. And it took the proposed PolyMet copper nickel project near Hoyt Lakes and Babbitt 14 years to receive its permits. Hmm. But those have been caught up in litigation for four years. 
Now, will that all be sped up now because we're being forced to drive electric cars? Let's see. Mallon said the company expects to begin the permitting process in this February. Mallon said the only <laughs> underground mine and tail loading facility would need permits for Minnesota regulators as the processing facility and tailings would be in Minnesota. But the scar in the earth, if I'm understanding all this, that would be here. Well, they call it right. underground. But there's no, I've seen the pictures of these mines that required to get nickel. It looks like strip mining to me. Yeah, it is. Okay. I think it is. It, it's it, it's going to be interesting to me to see who provides the pushback on this. Because you would think that the Euphorians would be pro-mine, right? Because they're the because ones. Because they that... want the electric cars. But they but remember, Kenny, they can't link. Right. They think electricity right. comes from the outlet. So instead, it might end up being conservatives. Of course. But then I think there's an issue there too, John, uh, Joe, because conservatives are all about jobs right, and workers and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So everything is mixed up and twisted around and backwards with this. But with Monday's announcement, Talon said it would no longer process minerals at its Tamarack site, which significantly reduces land disturbance and the scope of the environmental review and permitting. Okay, I must say I don't know. So where are they going to put the tailings out in North Dakota? Because they're just throwing raw ore into cars, I'm guessing, railroad cars, you know, shipping them out there. Okay, Malin said. Okay. said the company would instead send the feedstock by rail from Minnesota to North Dakota, where it will deal with the tailings, the bits of rock left behind after the desired minerals are processed out. Tailings often contain pollutants, namely sulfides, which can form an acid after reacting with oxygen. The area <laughs> in North Dakota is drier than Minnesota. Additionally, the tailings will be embedded in the cement-like substance and stored similar to other dry stack facilities that capture storm water runoff, Mallon said. We see this as directly responsive to what some of the Tamarack area community members have said in our community meetings. We think this is a way to address what people's fears were about non-ferrous metals mining in water-rich environment, Mallon said. So perhaps there's already been feedback from the Lake Country homeowners. Paula Maccabee, remember that name? Paula Maccabee yeah. was a city councilwoman right. and married to Paul. Uh, Paula yes. Maccabee, council and advocacy director of environmental group Water Legacy, cast doubt on the company's plan to return non-tailing waste rock into the ground mine back in Minnesota and said there were other unanswered questions on how the mine would deal with potentially contaminated water. She said federal funding is arriving out of order. I'm concerned that the politics and the money, as usual, are getting out of the gate ahead of the science and far ahead of the reasonable planning, Maccabee said. And so the politicians in their use of our own taxpayer resources are being committed long before there is a project defined, let alone an environmental analysis of the mine. Hmm. Let, me, uh, let me say this. Uh, this will be. This will have to stay on the GLDR. Oh, one hundred percent. I don't know a great deal about it now. Uh, I don't know if we tend to go up 
completely destroying Aiken County and stripping it bare and, and trying to extract the nickel. But this is what you this is what the Mysterians want. They want electric cars, which has nothing to do with the environment. Therefore, I'm stuck. Mm. Where's the money? Follow the money. Something's happening that has pushed electric car manufacturing to the forefront, and it's not common sense. Mm. What is it? Well, I think a lot of that money is coming from Elon Musk, isn't it? Yeah. That, that's what's pushing it, right? Quick aside on Elon. Um, he's he bought been, Twitter. He did. It, it became official yesterday. He's gassing people left and right. Right. To the point where there's a live camera outside of Twitter headquarters. <laughs> people walking out with their stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Basically, 60% of the staff has already been told, Joe, you're not needed. Go on, Just, man, uh, throw it up, whip it out, put it on the table. Made Where it. are you? Where are you here? Uh, I'm, uh, well, I'm, I'm instinctively opposed to electric vehicles. Okay, where do we classify? Is this windmilling? What is, what is this an example of? Well, is, it, is this going to mean that all of the people who think electric vehicles are the answer are willing to see more of pristine Minnesota destroyed? I love that. They've How just got to be chasing their tail. Real Stein, weigh in. You live up on Cedar Lake in Aiken, uh, and he has for years and is a deeply invested in that town, uh, deeply invested in that area, wondering if he has some insight on this. Uh, uh, are, are Minnesotans willing to sacrifice uh, great tracts, T-R-A-C-T-S, of their state, of our state, so that electric batteries can be made? And if you're, the typical euphorian answer would be, well, not in my backyard, but I want it done somewhere. What, do you mean you want eight-year-old kids employed to do it in Africa? So this is a bad idea. By the um, way, that pipeline runs right through there, too. Mm -hmm. This is a bad idea. Okay. that's You're laying it out now. But what, what is it going to take so, for them to realize that? Now you're on the side of the euphorians, yep. I just would like to point out. Well, not necessarily. It depends on how the euphorians react to this. Because euphorians can't link. Oh, you're right. I am assuming yeah. that they'll be against this. Yeah. Joe, I'm monitoring several different things right now. Does any of it have to do with the show? No, it does. Okay. Uh, but not with the current subject that you're discussing. This is from ABC News. Then why are you Why are you interrupting? You know, I was told a while ago when I started working with you to trust your instincts. I was told a while ago that... <laughs> well, what do you uh, got? What do you got? What do you got? If, it, if it's probably resonating with the this show. Town ball. So the breaking news is the Fairbowl Lakers are going to open the season April 7th. <laughs> breaking news from ABC News. Incredible source. I'm listening. The break-in at Nancy Pelosi's house is suspected to be targeted. Law enforcement sources have told ABC News the suspect allegedly entered the house through a sliding glass door carrying a hammer and was apparently looking for the house speaker herself. Paul Pelosi's injuries are significant, according to two sources familiar with the matter. Uh, he is expected to fully recover. Uh, if that's the case, holy, well, holy. No, I have a number of observations about that. One, when Pelosi was at her home, 
She has a protective group with her. Detailed security? A detail with her, which uh, either the thug didn't know or fill in the blanks. Uh, I'm 72 hours away from understanding what really took place here. Okay. In other words, she would have security, you would think. Forget the human security she would have. Right. You would think the house itself had security systems. Right. Not just and an unlocked sliding door. was able to open an unlocked sliding door and walk in and caught this guy over the head. Initially, I get a, I, I, something's. I'm 72 hours away from understanding what this be. And my mind's racing number of possibilities, mm-hmm. none of which I will state publicly because I need 72 hours. Does it have anything to do with the timing of said? That's one of my, that's what yeah, I was yes. thinking. Uh, but this is horrific. I don't care what side of the political aisle you vote on. This is, this is horrific. Oh, it's, it's terrible. And, and how did this thug, uh, why did this thug presume she was at home? I don't know. Uh, we're a long way from understanding what really took place here. But I have to think that she's in a very protected, uh, I don't know if they're in a gated community, but I have to think that their multi-million dollar residents would have the latest in alarm technology. Because they moved to Florida, correct? They are moving to Florida, aren't they? Or they're in the process of it. Yeah. Because I remember that was kind of a big deal because of the state of California being in such disarray that she decided to pick up and move to Florida. That was a talking point a while back. This is neither here nor there nor apropos of this fellow getting conked on the melon. But I can't remember which show it was that had an interview with her at home. It was uh, James Corden late night when they were going through a freezer looking at ice cream. I was going to say, how <laughs> out of touch was that woman? Very much so. To show struggling America, her her expensive array of ice cream. I, I just was stunned. What well, was that. the definition of third rail living? I was just stunned by it. Yeah. Well, How it's a you... it was something we learned about long, long time right. ago. Don't alienate, uh, in our case, your listeners by you know bragging about stupid things we get to do that they don't. We don't even get to do anything stupid that they don't. Although right. there is a guy offering me a ride in a steerman airplane. Yeah, I that, wouldn't take him up that, on that. that. That Reavers won't take. You know, and, and I know a lot of GLers are very, there's a lot of GLers that are very, very jealous that they don't get to drive grain cart. And uh, I just, to them, I just want to say, tough, too bad. Tough being, sorry. <laughs> yep. Can well, we go back to the, the I, I just want to make one more about this morning. I think Paula McAbee has a really good point. The money is leading the way here. Right. Should we really be financing this tailings processing plant before any of the permitting is being? Should we really have Tesla behind all of this before did, any of this is, you know? Did federal money lead the way to make sure Bert Johnson quickly built a gas station in 1910? Oh, that's a great point. You're did right. Did federal money lead the way? No, it didn't. Great point. But this is, these are government automobiles. These are government mandates. These are government batteries. And if you think you're saving the earth, you just haven't done your homework. Do you, what is your sense on the public awareness of this story? Zero. That's what, kind of what I thought. But at some point, it will come to fruition that everybody will 
realize this, it'll be too late. Yeah, and it'll be too late. And they'll just have to. Well, we're uh, for the sake he'll be, of them. He'll be living on a scarred earth. Scorched. That's pretty good country to rip up too, like you say. It's all right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's lake country, man. Yeah, a lot of lakes. Fill it with lake water. We'll have another lake. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll just. I mean, really. So, so I thought you were going to do an ad. Yeah, I need something from you. Oh, that was a really good way to go on the break right there. I think so, too. Yeah. We don't have to go into every break with an ad. Sometimes we do. Well. Rook, you ready? What am I doing? Uh, I need a spiral. We got to talk to Roycey. Oh, that's right. Uh, I'm waiting for the tangle. And I didn't want to show, but you would think their place has got to have a million security cameras. Oh, yeah. You could say that on the show. Why not? I don't know. I don't want to come across as the. Well, it's too late, I guess. I am the yeah, you're, head. Yeah, yeah, you're the nut. Well, the liberals stage it to highlight crime because they're the ones who are guilty of ignoring crime. And the conservatives aren't stupid enough to send a thug in there to beat up that no, 82 year old fruitcake husband. Got to be some disgruntled <laughs> nut job, isn't it? Was he hammered or was it a hammer you? Did he just get accused of DWI? Yes, he did. With a new Porsche. And then he also, wasn't he also making a bunch of money off stock? I, I don't know. Rookie, ready? Yep. I don't know. I am rolling. And I've been telling you about Spiralite candles for some fun. time. And they are fun. They're a great conversation piece, Such, and they burn in a circular motion. They're not boring candles. All you have to do is go to their website, spiralightcandles.com, purchase one like these people did. I got some reviews here. Saw this candle in Dollywood in Tennessee and was very interested to see how it would burn. I bought the lilac one. It was amazing. I loved watching the wick burn. And the bonus second wick, the light was just awesome. The smell was very fragrant, but not overwhelming. I loved it so much, I ordered another one. This time, green, highly recommend. Thank you, Karen. Also, another review is the Garage Logic candle is my first, and it's great. Thanks for designing these. I'm not going to read every review because I, I had sure. one moment here to, uh, <laughs> to fill in here. I can't put five pounds of, you know what, into a two-pound bag. But I'll tell you what, you are going to be pleased if you buy your Spiralite candle and you give it as a hostess gift. Or be selfish. Keep it for yourself. Stop burning boring candles. Go to SpiraliteCandles.com. Select your size, select your color, select your scent. Bingo, bango, bongo. It's a garage logic company, and the fa it's a family business. And they do work hard, and they're very choosy as to where they sell their candles. Online, you can get everything. So if you don't see them in the stores, go to spiralightcandles.com, purchase your candle, and let them know that you listen to the Garage Logic podcast. Write a review as well, spiralightcandles.com. All right. He didn't respond to me, but I'll. Uh... Yes, it is. I'll call him anyway. Uh, I'm going to leave you with that. Okay. Did I just burp? Yes, I did. Yo, are you ready?
good. All right, then I'm going to sneak out because I'm going to get to work. Yes, it is. Going to the tilt tomorrow. Aren't you going to go watch the Daniel Rutgers play? Let's not do the show on the phone. Yeah, hey. Ball game? Let's go here. I think you're being taken fast. Not really being <sighs> Are you ready, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, Kenny, why don't you do safe before we go to break? Does that work? Okay. I'm rolling. See me. I'm trying to hear this song. <laughs> Hello, Patrick. I think the flowers taking amphetamine. Something happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's loosened up, man. He's ready he's to go. Loosened up. He took the smile for those old bones to get moving like they should have. I want the record to show I didn't ever panic about the wild. I figured they'd be all right. Yeah, well, they, uh, you know, when you, you give up water to it, that, is, that helps. So, uh, anyway, yeah, they, uh, they tighten her up. They got them playing the way they, uh, they want to play it. It's a while. Nice little road trip, though. Ottawa was hot, but they cooled them. They'd won four straight. In fact, Patrick, wasn't that your uh, observation after the first couple of weeks when they allowed seven and six and said, I think they ought to tighten her up on their own end. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're at Detroit Saturday. They're at Chicago Sunday before they become before they come home Tuesday to face Montreal. There was a time when you mentioned not that long ago when you mentioned Detroit Chicago and there was trepidation. Right. But uh, the Blackhawks have been the Blackhawks seem to be a little better, and uh, Detroit's won a couple, but it's a long way from uh, where those where the Blackhawks were winning cups, and then before them, the Red Wings were winning cups. You know who they got? Red Wings win. Three, four in there. It's about three ends. Oh, yeah. We're good. Yeah. Guess who comes yeah. to town next Thursday? The uh, Fighting Kraken. Oh, the Kraken will be here. Yeah. That's the uh, the uh, name. Um, uh, Mackie went to a game last night, he said. Yeah. He and his uh, wife were uh, down near the stadium, and they kept looking at uh, – they were having a sandwich, and they kept looking for the prices to fall on uh, for the tickets, and they got one right. At, they got two at the end that were a lot cheaper than uh, – what's, what's the website you go to? Uh, StubHub? Chris? Some of them, yeah. We were looking at some of them, and they were watching them drop and drop and drop. And then they got in pretty good. But so the Kraken draw? I haven't even looked at their oh, yeah. scores. Kraken, man, yeah. yeah. They, were, they were sold out from the get-go. But, uh, oh, yeah. you know, you're playing the Canucks. Although the Canucks should be their rival, right? Should yes. Right. You know what the name of their arena is, don't you, Patrick? This will get the mayor oh, going. It's all about the earth, isn't it? Climate Pledge Arena. Yeah. Climate pledge. Is climate, is, is climate pledge a company? Or? I'm going to look that up. Um, you know what they did? They basically rebuilt the old Coliseum. They, they. I mean, it's the same. It's it's a completely new. Thing, but I think they put it on the same site. So kind of like the metro. The and, Seattle Center. It was the site of the 1962 World's Fair. Really? Yep. Say, Pat, I need you to. Wish we had a Gates of Leaf piece on. 
We, on, we, uh, by the way, he's still alive. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to do a Tom Brady piece. He's now lost three in a row for the first time in, what, 20 years or something? Yes. Yeah, right. Last night they were – I didn't watch much of it, but uh, he, he looks he looks his age. And his personal life has fallen apart. They've, they're divorced now, or they filed for it or whatever you do. Filed for divorce, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that might – having a bad football team, and when you go home – and Giselle's not there anymore with the kids. That might make a guy depressed. I think so. I think mm-hmm. so. I have your answer. Uh, yeah. The naming rights of the original key core concluded at the end of the 2010 year. But the building maintained the key arena name until its 2018 closure. On June 25th of 2020, Amazon bought the naming rights to the arena. In a departure from usual corporate naming, Amazon dedicated the arena naming to bringing attention to climate change. It also announced that the venue would be the first zero-carbon arena in the world powered exclusively by renewable energy, including both on-site and off-site solar. I hope the ice melts. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they got some of those big wind turbines out. Is this their second year in existence? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, yes. Sir. And Kraken is a sea monster of some Serpent. kind. Sea monster, very, very good for uh, selling uh, jerseys for sure. And you know, the guys, they're doing everything. You, you know who was running that team? The two lie wickies, and uh, Sperling was in on it, and also uh, one of the other geniuses from the uh, from the well, the original Wild. You know, mm-hmm. I mean. Todd Lewicki was Todd and Tim Wilecki. One was the first guy with the uh, with the Timberwolves, and one was the first guy with the Wild. And then uh, and now they're they're, they're co-owners of the franchise out there. Uh, they got some marketing geniuses out there, man. Well, I'm going to ask you something that's uh, a little off track, but do you know why South Carolina's team name is the Gamecocks? Well, it's a fighting chicken. The Fighting Rooster, domestically raised. Why do you think they're called the Gamecocks? I did a little tutorial on this for some family members. Um, I have no idea. I think just I thought it was just a good local name. They had some, maybe back in the old days, they had some chicken fighting out behind the barn. The uh, a a prime Revolutionary War hero, a South okay. Carolinian named Thomas Sumter for whom the fort is named, yes, right, right, was right. was called on the battlefield the Fighting Gamecock. Oh, really? Yeah. But, but how did he get the thing? Yeah, but what? But well, in other words, in other words, there's a lot of history there. Let's say, in fact, maybe a little more history than a gopher. Here's the deal, Royce. Gophers have plenty of tradition. Here's the deal, Royce. They couldn't call him the Fighting Big, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we cleaned it up for the kiddos. You know, my uh, my friend Wicker, you know, the uh, Tar Heel. Yeah. Always, always uh, you know, the North Carolina Tar Heels. And it's because uh, someone describing the revolution, uh, the Civil Revolutionary War, or Civil War, whatever, they, they fought like they had tar on their heels. Right. right? They were slow and sluggish. And no, no, fast tar on their heels. Are on they were. They were. They couldn't be. They couldn't be moved. Right. Okay. Said, Boy, I'm glad they didn't say it was. They had 
sleep on their heels. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seals. That's well, brilliant. <laughs> the bleep yeah, heels. Yeah, seals. Yeah. Well, whatever. What's Rutgers' team name? The Knights. Charlotte Knights. Charlotte. They're in town tomorrow. Yes, they are. It's been quite an addition to the Big Ten. Yeah. Now, they do. They had a little period when they were still in the Big East when uh, Greg Schiano was the coach, and uh, he was pretty successful. They went off to the pros and failed miserably. He's back there now, so they're not quite as bad as they've been. But uh, it would, the Gophers are 14 and a half, so you can. You can play three games like they played and still be a 14-and-a-half-point favorite over somebody. Uh, people don't think that somebody's very good, right? Right, right. And I think tickets are available for tomorrow's tilt. I guess you could get in. It's yeah. going to be a gorgeous day. Yeah, that's true. Pat, you got a World Series tingle yet? I, uh, I, I want Dusty to win one. I want Houston to win. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they've been in uh, – this is the fourth one. Uh, they, a lot of people want to put an asterisk on the, uh, uh, the the championship they won in 2017 by being very creative, and uh, you know just just cheated a little bit. And uh, <laughs> but I, I'd like to see I'd like to see Dusty win one. And uh, he's 70 some years old. He's getting fired different places after winning 90 games and. Uh, he kind of had to walk into that mess and calm things down. So uh, I'm I'm for him, but either way is fine. You know, Philadelphia is. Uh, I I like Houston in a box. I think Houston will beat them quick. But, Kenny and I are in favor of whatever causes to have more shots of Kate Upton. So that's what we're rooting for. Verlander pitches tonight. Correct. Yeah. So you might yeah. get a Kate shot. Yes. Yeah. Well, don't they have urchins now? How's Kate, how's Kate looking after the baby? Um. Very good. Pat. Better. Yeah. Still looking good. <laughs> Kenny says no. better. Better. <laughs> Those kids, oh God almighty. No, motherhood makes mom sexy, believe me. Has she uh, uh does she have a career? I'll not, say. Not doing much anymore. Oh, well, wasn't she a big time model? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, has she stifled that to be a mom? Well, I'm sure she's full time mom now. Oh yeah. Well, that's I think they got about her. Good. Yeah. yeah. That's a career. Did they name the kids after planets or anything like that? I don't think so. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. But, uh, you know, if he was, uh, you know, he, he's not been distracted. He's remained a good pitcher. You know, some people would have just said the hell with baseball. I'm staying home constantly. So but, let's uh, say he's let's say he's rolling tonight. He's firing on all cylinders. And mm-hmm. Houston has a 3 nothing lead going into the six. He pitches the six. He gets him out one, two, three. He won't be out for the seventh. Uh, Houston is not as paranoid about that. Dusty is not as paranoid. I hope that. so. If he's, if he's cruising, he'll let him pitch the seventh, especially in the playoffs. Now, the fight against his first playoff start, he got bombed. And then they blew the game by Seattle. And then they Seattle blew that game. And Has he ever won a postseason game? Oh, yeah. He's just never won a World Series game. Yeah, how many has he been in? Uh, he, how many has he been in? Just what did you read? What did I read? Uh, never mind. I forgot what I read. I thought he never won something. You know what? Uh, I heard that Robbie Rob Thompson was coaching Philadelphia, right? Yeah. And I presume 
he was the old second baseman who'd been a coach with a bunch of oh, teams. Oh, that's what I it's thought just, too. It's just some minor. It's just some guy who was kicking around in the minor leagues for years and got added to the staff. So it's a different Robbie Thompson. I found that out. It's not the. It's not the old second baseman. He's, he's kind of like the guy at uh, Atlanta, you know, that just got brought up out, out of the minors and put him on a coaching staff, and then somebody got fired and he replaced him and did well. Holy cow, Joe, you're right. I have Justin Verlander's postseason pitching in front of me. He has not won a World Series game. He's uh, He was 0-2 in 2019 with the Strohs. He was 0-1 in 2017 with Houston. He was 0 and 1 in 2012 with Detroit, and he was 0 and 2 in 2006 with Detroit. Thank you. I rushed my wow. Case. Wow. Well, he's a failure then. Never. I don't Miserable failure. Who would want him? Who would want Verlander? Yeah, that's right. When you got uh, when you got Dylan uh, Bundy, who needs uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we hired a new trainer, though. I heard yesterday. Yes, we got a new trainer, a 50-year-old trainer who only three years ago was named Trainer of the Year really? out in Oakland. So, uh, yeah, good luck. We'll uh, we'll see if uh, we'll see if they're, they're doing their jumping jacks wrong. We're gonna get we're gonna straighten them out here. We're gonna get. Them I, I was kind of amused to see they canned the trainer like yeah. it's his fault. You know, jumping jacks. You don't see much of the jumping jacks anymore, do you? Well, the fellas come to camp, and and how much is going to be made out of this ridiculous statistical oddity that there are no black players in the World Series? Really? Yep. Wow. First time since 1950. There's Dominicans and Latins. Yeah, yeah, there's there's certainly not a lack of minorities in Houston. Right. They got about. Their whole picture. There are they plenty of fellows of color in the World Series. Yes, yes. Well, there's no black players. It's just a just a testimony to what's happened to a baseball when it comes to attracting the best black athletes. They're playing other sports. The kids in the inner city football. are not playing baseball, are they? No, they aren't. And uh, you know that's just a matter of fact. And thank God, uh, you know when they baseball, I think there's eight percent. Black, American black athletes in the big leagues, eight nine percent, and it was in the high. It was in the mid twenties in the sixties when they dominated the All Star games. Isn't that something? I think if we had not uh, discovered the uh, joys of the Dominican and the Venezuela, and uh, uh, more so than ever in those in Puerto Rico and those places, just think of what the talent would look like now. Oh boy, uh, the Latin Americans have uh, done a fine job becoming the source of. Uh, Tremendous uh, talent. There. Are you taking in the Rutgers tilt tomorrow? Uh, no, I'm going to be at your alma mater to see them play San Diego with first place in the Pioneer League on the line. Fantastic. I think you should, think you should be there. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I'll probably see you there. But you might as well stay where you live and drive as far as the walk, as far as the parking. Concern. Right. It's a little difficult. <laughs> yes, it is. I'll talk yeah, to you bye. Monday. All right. Uh, I want to tell you that uh, we were talking about gas before and gas prices. Uh, every automobile manufacturer has improved gas mileage, uh, particularly Volkswagen, with a great family of Volkswagen SUVs available at Schmelz Countryside Volkswagen in Maplewood on the corner of Highway 36 and 61. The uh, Taos, the Tiguan, 
the family size seven passenger Atlas with 50,000 pound towing capability. These are wonderful automobiles. I have traded uh, with Schmelz for years. They're a generational dealership. They're one of the last, if not the last, truly family-owned dealership in the Twin Cities. They don't own 50 stores, and they stay in business because they offer great service and great inventory and great deals on their inventory. And as I say, it's pretty convenient. It's on that southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61 in Maplewood. And uh, the kid uh, who wanted the Atlas will just have to wait. They ended up with something else. Oh. But they're all set now. All right. Uh, but that Atlas will have to wait for them. But that, you know what an Atlas is? Something to aspire to. There you go. Any good car is. And uh, Volkswagens are good cars, and Schmelz Countryside has them. SchmelzVW.com. I got another great email from Christy saying, thank you, Reavers. My husband and I contacted Hofferman Water, and we are going to get a new drinking system for our kitchen. I'm telling you right now, drinking systems from Hofferman Water and Connecticut is a life changer. I absolutely love my drinking water system, and I know that you will, too. Connecticut Water, yep, they are the best. They offer sales and service treatment systems that includes water softeners, iron rust, and odor filtration systems, and as I mentioned, drinking water systems. And that's because a new system from Connecticut and Hofferman Water can do so many things that other water softeners just simply cannot do. It will cut down on your salt usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. Bad water is awful, and it's also going to affect almost every aspect of your home. You get that new system from Connecticut, boy, you're made the shade. Your showers are better, your laundry is better, and plus your drinking water is going to be so much better. And think of all the money you're going to save buying bottled water over the course of the year. Get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I've been a customer of Hofferman Water and Connecticut for years, and I am so happy, and you will be too. It's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. 952-894-4040. That's 952-894-4040. Or just visit HoffermanWater.com. It's Hofferman Water, proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. What's Kenny have? Huh? What's Kenny have? Kenny has seafoam. I have two. Not necessarily. More pieces than I would do. You can play the... Uh, the scramble? The scramble here if you want. All right. Let me see if these are worth reading. Oh, uh, speaking of which, we got an email from Stacy. She's, oh, yeah. uh, she's obviously on the town council. Um, and she says it's deep underground, the mine. GL geologist, Stacy. Yeah, I think she sent it to you too. Oh, Check your phone. Yeah. Sorry, Stacy. I didn't. I didn't see it until Kenny had mentioned it to me. I was. I had my screen up for ads, so I apologize. Don't you just have my cell phone, Stacy? Just call me. Why don't you give it out? Uh, I think she has it, or she can get it from Angie if she doesn't. Stacy. Stacy's mine. Uh, it will be very deep underground mine. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm ready if you gents are. Yep. Oh, Jesus, Gretchen. God. 
That takes balls. Nope. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Would it be Stacy Obvious is in the town council? <laughs> we just okay, scan bucket. <laughs> we just say that. Yeah, we did. Oh, it's all right. I'll be all right. It's Friday. No, I'm gonna be all right. It's, it's a right. fun Friday. Everything's gonna be okay. Oh, uh, I was gonna mention the they had the debate today, Jensen and yeah. Walls. I mean, nothing really came of it. <sighs> um. <sighs> In post-debate news, this is from Hauser. In post-debate news conference, Jensen said he's never met or even spoken to former President Trump, who endorsed him this week. Jensen says it's unlikely Trump would come to Minnesota and campaign for him. Um, the suspect in the attack on Paul Pelosi will be charged with attempted homicide, assault with a deadly weapon, elder abuse, burglary, and several additional felonies. But in San Francisco, uh, right. under if he attacked uh, Joe Johnson, the guy be back on the street. Right you know, now. a lot of people are pointing that out. I yeah. wonder if this guy's going to be out on the street. Yeah, but no, no, he got Pelosi. Right. Governor Walls won't pledge to not require. Wait. Oh, I do have audio. Governor Walls will not pledge to not require COVID nineteen vaccines for children to attend school. Well, I think let's come back. Right now, there's no plan to do what, that. Did you we'll say he will not? Yeah, it's kind of. I can play it. I have. A, I want you to play it. Okay. It's not a double. That's a double no. It's double speak for a guy that's running to get reelected, is what it is. Okay, you ready, Ken? Or bad writing from a reporter. Here we go. It's alpha. Here we go. Oh, sorry. That's right. Rolling. Yeah. It's a scramble. Shop door is up. We're kicked back, and I need to talk to one person here. A guy I I can't help but feel is my best friend, Derek Berry of Vice Grip Garage on YouTube. Derek, Seafoam is made for what you and so many of us do. I see you using other chems. I don't know. That, in my opinion, aren't as good as Seafoam. It really does help in all the steps you take to get those roadworthy rescues back on the highways and byways. Add it to the oil. It breaks up the carbon in the crankcase. Makes that oil pump purr like a shop lion. Before you dump in new tranny juice, try Seafoam Tranny Tune to help ease that old beauty out of the cattails and back up on the road. You I almost feel make it happen. Well, you almost always throw in new sparkulators, new air masks. Before you clean that fuel making happener and drain the gas tank, you should be either using a gulp of seafoam motor treatment, that old gasoline, or better yet, I'd love to see that beautiful thick cloud of white smoke coming out of the tail later. When you dump a whole can into that struggling fuel-making happener. And Derek, 
Here's the good part. You can buy it almost everywhere in the country, auto parts stores, hardware stores. You know those C stores where you go to get juice to lube the back neck? It's there too. It's our local Minnesota company with a global reach, a true miracle in a world of bad gas, and made specifically for you, Derek Berry of Vice Grip Garage. It's Seafoam. Stacy, the GL geologist who is a member of the town council, thus listening live, lets us know that the mine in Tamarack, the Talon Metals, will be a very deep underground mine. So maybe I don't know how you mine for precious metals. When I've seen these mine pictures of them, they're, the earth is uh, is raw, looks raw. Others are wondering if the chickens have large talons. Yes, they do. Okay. <laughs> I have two notes of exercise. Huh? I have two notes on exercise. Okay. Uh, this uh, guy in Pennsylvania, John Fetterman. Oh, yes. His yeah. wife is named Giselle Fetterman. She is. And she says swimming in the United States is very racist. Oh, my. Yeah. I didn't know that. And, and because uh, that's just how she feels about it because she's nuts, too. Well, what, black people aren't allowed at the swimming hole? Uh, I don't Giselle, remember hearing that. Giselle Fetterman began speaking about the lieutenant governor's mansion in Pennsylvania and how the couple wanted to open up the pool to the public in an effort to right some of the wrongs of race swimming. Okay. Well, we did not want the mansion. That mansion came with the pool I wanted. And the dream was to make this a public pool and turn it into the people's pool and ensure that young people across Pennsylvania could learn how to swim and have water safety and kind of work to, to right some wrongs, Giselle Fetterman said. I don't think she has had a stroke. It sounds uh, like it, but no. Historically, sure. swimming in America is very racist. Oh, my God. She's so terrifically out of touch. And usually oh. when you look at drowning statistics, oh. it usually affects children of color because of lack of access, she said. All right. She's so out of touch, Joe. There's swimming programs for children all over this country, and I know uh, definitely in Minneapolis, St. Paul, at all the public pools. It's 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 a it's a thing, my dear. The remark came after a Rolling Stone reporter called Giselle Fetterman the de facto candidate in the Pennsylvania Senate race for her role in the campaign following her husband's stroke. The reporter later deleted the tweet and altered her description of Giselle Fetterman from being the de facto candidate to a key surrogate for her husband. There's a picture of her here. She has uh, a very impressive upper body. Okay. You know, that's how I state that. And a very tiny, tiny brain. Mm -hmm. uh, she was apparently speaking for her husband. Well, he stood next to her, telling reporters he would not be answering any of their questions. Oh, my. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? No. Oh, ignoring what Joe is saying? Right. I have breaking news. Right before you go, I'll give it to you. All right. Because I have that second note on exercise. Yeah, I want you to get through that first. Well, then I have this day in history. Yeah, and this happened on this day in history today. Statue of Liberty was unveiled. Is that what you were going to say? No. Okay. Well, we learn now, this is a study. You got to have a study. You have to. This is out of Leicester. Leicester, United Kingdom. All we need now is a seven-minute walk 
to ward off heart disease. That's it? Seven. We're down to seven minutes. What was it before? Fourteen. Okay. Uh, According to a new study, scientists in the UK say doing more exercise doesn't do much to risk your to reduce your risk from cardiovascular conditions. Researchers add that easy activities such as washing the car or doing laundry, which have counted as exercise, are not enough to stave off heart problems. However, going on brisk walks for seven minutes is is enough to keep the condition at bay. What a relief. Man, I this is going to save me some time. I bet I walk to the bathroom more than seven times a day. Well, there you you're covered. <laughs> when the when people did more exercise overall, but the amount of moderate to vigorous exercise they did remained the same, there was little improvement in heart health. Uh, uh, I don't want to read this. It's all BS because tomorrow it'll be you need fifteen minutes, six so, minutes. So. <laughs> Uh, but you can do it. seven minutes now. I'll be damned. Do, Kenny, do you want me to play my audio before I'll, or after your breaking I'll news? Be I'll be play, dipped. Play your audio. This, uh, Joe. Well, the, I'm not done with the show. The well, aren't you going to this day in history? Yeah. The governor Tim Walz and Scott Jensen had a debate today uh, on NPR News. Okay. This audio is courtesy of Alpha News when Governor Walz was act, asked about um, vaccinations with children attending school. All right. But okay. can we stay on topic a little bit, Tim? I mean, well, are you going to tell parents the that their kids can go to school if they say no to COVID-19 vaccine? Are you or not? The misunderstanding with the job of governor is so apparent. I Can you can I give him some more time on this? Because I think Minnesotans be very clear on this. There's a process that will come forward on recommendation. Right now, there is no plan to do that. The answer is no, we are not doing that. We will see what future iterations of COVID bring. We will see what happens with some of the new variants. But to make this pledge, Scott is saying no matter what happens, we would never look at it. There's a process in place. It's not the governor's decision to make. And this is once again, he's already made the pledge that he wouldn't do that. So we get a variant that comes on that starts killing children. Scott's already made that pledge. Nothing's gonna do about that. That's not governing. That's grandstanding. There was a piece on Five Eyewitness News last night on a tremendous spike in the last two years in the death of pregnant women. Mm, yes, yes. And uh, I'm I'm not a conspiracist on this, but not one. And then, and they say COVID was is largely a factor in this. But so I'm wondering, what factor is the vaccine? That's a great question. And it's never, that wasn't addressed. I don't know that it is a factor. And the fact that you even ask this aloud, what happens? You're a denier. Yeah. You're labeled. You're just by the mere fact of you asking a question. But it's a horrible increase in the death of pregnant women. There was also an increase in children with respiratory illnesses. And some are citing the fact that a lot of those kids that had that also had the vaccine. Well, another thing that's being cited is a lot of those kids were so sheltered for two years and they're very young that they've never really had a chance to develop an immune system. That and we, why don't we hammer home how awful this distance learning idea was? Well, the test scores bear that out. Correct. Yeah. And that's the t- type of thing that Jensen needs to be hammering home here. 
only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Mpumalanga, South Africa, from the traveling Lymans at Worldwide Waftage. Uh, it was on this day in 1834. Joe, today is October 28th. Henry H. Sibley arrived at St. Peter, uh, at St. Peter's, that was Mendota, completing a journey on horseback from Prairie du Chien. I guess that was a big deal, huh? Yeah. On this day in 1919, Congress passed the Volstead Act, mm. setting in motion the prohibition of liquor sales nationwide. Andrew J. Volstead, congressman from Minnesota, had introduced the bill. Yep. yep. Is it any surprise that that came from the state where nothing is allowed? No, it isn't. <laughs> On this day in 1949, October 28th, President Truman appointed... Eugenie Moore Anderson of Red Wing is ambassador to Denmark, making her the United States' first woman ambassador. Huh. So the first were in play 73 years ago. Way back when. Mm -hmm. And finally, on this day in 1990, popular candidate John Grunseth. Ooh, Mr. Grunseth. Remember that? I don't mm -hmm. Well, he was in a swimming pool full of kids or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. A popular candidate, John Grunseth, withdrew from the gubernatorial race. Grunseth had been affected by incumbent Rudy Boschwitz's mudslinging campaign, uh, but his candidacy was ultimately destroyed by accusations of sexual impropriety. Grunseth's withdrawal opened the door for Arnie Carlson, state auditor, to run on the Republican ticket. Discussed with the entire campaign helps Car a Carlston win, and he proved to be a popular governor. I'm not sure Grunseth was ever found guilty of any sexual impropriety, but you know how the politic gossip works. That doesn't matter. Apparently, he was in the pool, and a bunch of I don't remember it exactly, but younger people than him were in the pool. I don't believe it, but I'm seeing it with my own peepers. Yeah, I don't believe it, but I guess I have to. Right I'm looking, looking right at it. I'm looking right at it. Thank you. And Kenny, you've waited patiently. What is it I have to learn? On this day, Reavers. Okay. On this day, Reavers. Oh, October 28th. Today, this morning, the singer pianist, hell raising, larger than life, rock and roll pioneer, and cousin marrying inbred creepy McCreeperson, Jerry Lee Lewis, has died. Oh. He was 187 years old. He died a day. Yeah, uh, according to uh, Twitter, he died. He died. Great balls of fire. Is that yeah. breaking anywhere? Yeah, on Twitter, 87. Well, I don't count Twitter. Twitter is a bunch of BS. Uh, it's from Variety magazine. Well, you'd think something like that would be on Trump, huh? I mean, on, on Trump, uh, on Drudge. <laughs> Trump. Yep, it is. Jerry Lee Lewis dead at the age of 87. Joe has confirmed it. If, have you ever have you seen the picture of the old 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 Jerry? No, that's sure. yeah, the kind of guy you would uh, give a wide berth to in the hallway if I he bet. was in a wheelchair. Yeah, it's just, Jerry Lee Lewis, rock pioneer and great balls of fire singer, dies at eighty seven. This is from Variety. Uh, I will take their word for that. He was eighty seven years old. Uh, he was erroneously reported to have died yesterday. Judith, his loyal seventh wife was by his side when he passed away at his home in DeSoto County, Mississippi, south of Memphis. 
What was his 13-year-old cousin's? Oh, I was right. I was going to guess Myra. It was Myra Brown. Mm -hmm. Married him in 1957 at the age of 13. Jerry Lee Lewis was 22. That kind of gave him a bad image, didn't it? Well, not down south, but uh, among the rest of us, yeah. A whole lot of shaking going on. Yeah. Uh, Dan was listening to us via the Garage Logic Town Council, which you can do, by the way, for just 10 bucks a month or $100 a year. Sign up at garagelogic.com and you get all sorts of 24 7 access. He had a subject line, Joe, of Climate Pledge Arena tidbit. Mm-hmm. Just a cool sideline in the Climate Pledge Arena, locally known as the Clip. So I'm going to guess Dan lives out that way. The roof of Key Arena was designated as a historical landmark due to the construction during the World's Fair along with the Space Needle. When the reconstructed when they reconstructed the arena for the Kraken, they had to actually lift up the roof and rebuild the entire project underneath and then set the roof back down on top. The climate garbage notwithstanding, it was a pretty cool project and there are documentaries on it. I bet that's fascinating. Oh, on their wedding night, uh, Myra was reported to say, <laughs> goodness gracious, great balls of fire. <laughs> He did that entire thing. That <laughs> that's why he wanted to do it. And that's why he's the soul man. That's exactly why he wanted to do it. And that's why he's the soul man. How do you marry a 13-year-old? You're that a very is, twisted that individual. That's just so messed up. That's just gross. so wrong. It's just gross. That's just had a cousin. Ugh. The daughter of his bass player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just terrible. I wonder how she's doing these days. Isn't that? Didn't she call him Uncle? Uncle Jerry? Daddy Jerry? It's just not good. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Boy, there's a picture of him here on his deathbed. Yeah. Uh, Freddy Krueger. I mean, it doesn't look good. Oh, God. You know, he's burning in hell today. I don't know. GLers, do us a favor and hit the subscribe button on the Garage Logic YouTube page if you want. Look up Myra Gale, Kenny. Seriously. So see if she's still around. M-Y-R-A. You can also Myra follow Gale. us along on all of our social media channels. Don't take channels. us out yet. Why? I want to know if Myra's still around. It's Myra Gale Brown. Whatever. Um, images. It's running out. Uh, she's all right. No, is she alive? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Oh. We'll never. No, it's too late. The show is do you think Carrie Underwood should win the CMA's Entertainer of the Year award? That's going to do it, Jigglers. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I just don't know. Are we clear on the podcast? Yes. Okay. Green I mean, balls she, of fire. She looks like a little tiny kid. Well, she was. She was 13. 13 years old. What's that? Eighth grade? And that old creeper's crawling all over her. Oh, yuck. Ugh, that's not good. Let's not go. Ugh. Well, we, we, we did. Well, we did. <laughs> I patiently waited to get that line. Yes, you did. And I knew that that's exactly why you did that. Well, then why did you allow him? <laughs> well, I didn't know that until the end. But then when he did the line, I'm like, that's exactly why he brought this up. Pelosi husband attacked at home, beaten with hammer, attempted homicide. Where's Nancy? Suspect ID'd. Oh, they, they did ID him? Mm-hmm. What's his name? I don't know. Well, Kenny Olson. Damn, that was quick timing. I wonder, do you think, 
Let's predict, does John like Jerry Lee Lewis or not? Uh, um, it's going to be the opposite of whatever we come up with. Uh, I will say yes. I will say yes. I wonder if he ever saw him. I never saw him live. I, you know what? I think I did. Did I see Little Richard at the Northfield no. Ballroom? Who is the uh, square guitar? Um, uh, who played the square guitar? Uh, I saw him in the main room. Oh, yeah, I saw him in the main room with local boys. He'd just go on the road by himself and hire a local band that had to know his songs. Uh, I saw um, Chuck Berry. David DePape, 42, was identified by police Friday as a suspect on Paul Pelosi. Two of DePape's relatives told CNN that DePape is estranged from his family and confirmed that his Facebook account, which was taken down, belonged to him. His stepfather, Gene DePape, said David DePape grew up in Powell River, British Columbia, left Canada 20 years ago to pursue a relationship that brought him to California. Last year, David DePape posted links on his Facebook page to multiple videos by MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell, falsely oh, alleging the 2020 election was stolen. Other posts include transphobic images and links to websites claiming COVID-19 vaccines were deadly. The death rates being promoted are what they are whatever they want to be promoted is the death rate one post read. DePape also posted links to YouTube videos with titles like Democratic Farce Commission to Investigate January 6th Capitol Riot Collapses in Congress. Uh, global elites plan to take control of your money. Uh, two days after the former police officer Derek Chauvin was found guilty of killing George Floyd. DePape wrote that the trial was a modern lynching, falsely indicating that Floyd died of a drug overdose. Uh, in other words, he was a nutcase. Yeah. Listen to this. Wow. Jerry Lee Lewis also married Rusty Brown, his cousin. He married his ex-wife. So he married Rusty Brown's, um, was it? Daughter? sister oh. and then when he was 23 and then later in life in 2011 married his ex-wife why didn't he just marry rusty brown i think we know what was going on here i don't i don't want to know i think he had some leanings and he was afraid to act on them oh all right that's messed up man. okay okay I really wish he knew Bob would put his shirt on. He's too old to leave it off. Yeah, that is just not right. How about this guy who wants to know if he's hearing noises in the background of the podcast that are commercial, uh, political commercials? I think we'd act on that if we got 10 of these emails. I, I, I don't know what to tell that guy. I think he's hearing voices in his head. Kelsey had a good point I never got to. Okay. Uh, I hope the cops who have been working on the local, on the uh, Jody Husentroit case all these years look into this possibility. It's that dreadful Daily Mail story of Iowa cops 
oh, launching yeah. probe into a serial killer after a daughter accused him of slaying up to 70 women. What now? Yeah, there's a yeah. Daily Mail story where a daughter of a guy in Iowa has accused him, her father, of killings up to 70 women. And wow. Kelsey is saying, I hope they look at the Jody uh, Husentrait case as a possibility linked to that. She was at an Iowa television station. Right. Oh, I remember the story. Well, I remember when the day of last. Uh, Wasn't it Des Moines? No. Cedar Rapids. Oh, it's all or, over now, Joe. People, Yahoo News, Des Moines Register. Oh, they're, they're saying, let's look into that? Oh, well, the story is, yeah. you know, Iowa woman claims. Yeah, oh, but are, they, are, they, are the local Iowa news outlets linking it to who's in truth? Well, they should be. You're right. I don't know. Uh, but he's dead. The guy, what guy? The guy. Donald Dean Stud. Well, the Studdy. dad, the daughter accused, Studdy. is Studdy. dead. Yeah. yeah. Which is why she came forward, right? She says her father forced her and her siblings to help bur bury his murder victims for years. Didn't they dump him down a well or something? Now That's a nice believes. Halloween story. <laughs> I'm ready for you. Oh, this is a really old story. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I was looking at a different uh, accusation. Never mind. Buried them near a well on the family's property. So cadaver dogs are out there sniffing around. Are we going to destroy Minnesota? For yep. the mining needed yep. to make electric, to make batteries for electric cars. Batteries. Yep. Or electric cars. Question mark? Yeah. Wait a minute. Was Duke Ellington gay? No, I'm thinking of a, a songwriter, not Duke Ellington. All right. I'm ready. A uh, new study shows we only need seven minutes of exercise, comma, but don't pay any attention to it, comma. That will change next week. Duke Ellington was heterosexual and by many accounts was highly promiscuous. Right. Question mark. It will. No, there's no question mark in that one. I didn't say that. It will change next week. Here's, so, a, here's a great Duke Ellington quote. Mother swimsuit area. Got a little alarm, huh? <laughs> Probably uh, <laughs> rumbling. Mother swimsuit area rumbling? Rumbling, forget probably. Mother swimsuit area rumbling in Hawaii. Okay. Uh, Roycey Sports. I never had much interest in the piano until I realized that every time I played, a girl would appear on the piano bench to my left and another to my right. You know, Kenny won't do it, so I'll do it for him. And he'll thank me. He'll just gall darn thank me. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do it. Uh, where's my but I just want an honest, honest answer. Do you like the song or don't you? I don't really want to get into a debate about it. Oh, Chris isn't going to shut. He's going to shut us down because we can't play music even during the off air. Yeah, he portion. can't play it during the off air portion. Well, then shut us down. No, 
Um, hey, who's going to sue me for this, fellas? We have what really gets my gall is we can't play something off YouTube on YouTube. All right, that's um, we've got to do that thing for coffee grounds. Oh crap! I thought you were coming in this week. That's right. Yeah, so did I. Do you want to do it Monday? Let me let's, hear this. Let's all do it on Monday. Monday. Okay. Remind me though. Yeah, because I'll forget. I'll I'll write a note right now. Joe, just can we just wait like two minutes? Oh, thank you. Chill pill, Such. Yeah. I guess. I I finally saw a picture of him with his wife. Ooh. Jerry Lee Lewis and Myra. Which wife? The the thirteen year old. That's really gross. I know she's a little kid. Those are little kids. They got to go to school. She looks like she's the same size as William. Oh, right? Well, she would be. Oh my god, that's just so wrong. Oh, maybe did that? It, if it didn't, it should have. Did that diminish his fame over the years? Yeah, he took a hit. Definitely. I mean, he's not as well thought of, for example, as Chuck Berry. No. Didn't Berry was, marry his cousin? I don't know, but Berry was a tyrant, too. I don't know. Oh, I think I think he was. Oh, yeah, I got to do that, too. Rookie's not here to do that uh, Back to the Future line whenever we mention Chuck Berry. I don't know of Berry. How you doing? Uh, there was one other thing. You feel bad or good? Oh. No, he canceled that tea tank. Yeah, walking volleyball for me. All right, bye. That was a loving conversation. Yes, it was. They can really tell how much you love her. Yeah. Well, she had her eyes done. Yeah. <clears throat> Somebody gave her a ride home. <laughs> is she going to be able to fix your supper tonight? I don't know. You should get some take of, oh, get the pot pie from 30 Bales. Short rib. Uh, we have a, we have a uh, earphone catastrophe here. Uh oh, did you drop your phone? Drop the phone. Really? Oh, God, spend more than $13. Can't do this without, without the muff. <laughs> that's no secret suit you can't find them off whoa careful oh Royce, you just tweeted about larry gallagher he's in ill health that's too bad who is long 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 time umpire really really good guy huge sports talk fan yeah oh really yeah uh really nice guy. ML mlb no, he did mostly like high school. Um, he did town ball. Just oh. a just a great, great guy. He's hmm. probably he's got to be in his mid to late eighties. I'm wondering. That's crazy. That couldn't just disappear. Is it, did it fall down the back of your shirt? I wonder. Take your shirt off. Uh, is it on the floor? I bet I'm you looking. he looks like Iggy Pop under that shirt, doesn't he? <laughs> Yuck. Hold on. You're getting your money's worth today, GLers. Oh, I don't see it, Brad. Huh? You sure you had it when we did the show? Yeah. I just had it a 
one second ago. This is Obama <laughs> talking about Kanye. Person, she's getting her award. What's he? Doing? Why would he do that? He's a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. No, he's not. What did he say? He was doing an interview with somebody, John Hart Harwood. A nice person. She's getting her award. What's he doing? Why would he do that? He's a jackass. <laughs> no, that's a, no that's a good song. What's he talking to? Uh, to John, uh, some reporter named John Harwood. Okay, and, and, here he was we asked, go. and he was asked about Kanye West, and he goes, he's a jackass. Here it is, remastered. Hang on. Five town council. Have a good weekend, y'all. No, no, you're hearing this. No, I know. We're saying goodbye to the town council. I know, but I want, can it, how does this work? Hang on a second. Oh, he 